Welcome to Everything Everything with Shoals. Yay! Hello world, hello tribe, hello community, hello fam. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. This podcast, it's a platform for everyone. It's for everyone. It's where we talk about everything that can possibly, possibly go on with an individual. It's targeted by, it's targeted for youth, targeted for married people. We talk about everything, anything that just helps you become a better human being, okay? And I am so excited because it's my it has always been my dream to have this and to just share a bit of my personal personal view of the world and how i believe we as humans should engage each other engage our environment and just live a better life okay so do ensure that you always listen to the podcast till the very end i'm sure i am positive that with all the discussions that we have, all our guests that we engage, you will learn a thing or two, something that can help improve your life, okay? So thank you so much for sticking with me. Remember, social media handles on Twitter and Instagram remains at everything, everything with shows. You can always drop in your comments and you can send your messages. There would always be a response to it. Thank you so much and see you in the episode. Hola amigos. Hi friends. Welcome to another beautiful, scintillating and exciting episode of your favorite podcast, Everything Everything with Shows. I remain your girl, Shows, and it's always a pleasure to receive you so Welcome, welcome, welcome once again. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode definitely promises to be exciting, educative, and inspiring. I can't wait. I'm so excited about it. And I am particularly glad because something new is happening on the show today. But before we go into all of that, let's just just how has it been? It's been a while since we spoke. I think the last time we met, there was a further extension of the lockdown by 14 days. And my people, it seems it's going to be another extension. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh God. How are we going to su- survive? How are we going to cope? Huh. Oh, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. But well, hmm. We're trying to survive and thrive. It's not easy. There's, a, there's just a whole lot everywhere. And coronavirus has definitely exposed all of us to a lot of instant Instagram live sessions, uh, boom, um, sorry, business Zoom sessions. So there's just a whole lot everywhere that we can do, a lot of skills that we can learn. So let's pick up something. Let's not put too much pressure on ourselves because really and truly, nobody has experienced pandemic before. It's new. So however we want to do it, let's just do it, you know, at our own pace and ensure that we are mentally safe, psychologically safe, emotionally safe, and just, you know, safe all around so that at the end of the day, these cases can drop and we can go back to our normal lives, I beg. Okay, so having said all of that, my guest today calls himself the farmer of Wall Street. 
Yep, you heard that right. He calls himself the farmer of Wall Street and, you know, such an, you know, very, 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 you know, unique name. I have some questions like, why would you call yourself the farmer of Wall Street? But anyways, that's what he calls himself. And I can't wait for him to share everything that he has in store for us. But before we go on to, you know, meeting him, the topic for today is pressure on millennials. Yes, you heard it right. Pressure on millennials. And I'm sure some of you are asking, what does that even mean? You know, who are the millennials? Are they pressured? What pressures hang on on their shoulders or what weights are they carrying? Well, these are some of the things that we will be talking about. It's something that has been on my mind for a couple of weeks. I decided, okay, let's talk about this. One person or two people might gain something from this interview session. Okay, so obviously the new thing I said that was going to happen on the show is because, yeah, it's... The fact that I have, you know, a call-in guest. So, let's get on with my guest. Hello, Tyro. Hello, Shola. How are you doing today? I am, I am in rude health. I am fine and great. So, welcome. I'm sure my thing. Excited to have you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for gracing our stay. I'll show with your presence. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, your name? Can you tell us your name? I've told people that your name is, or your nickname is Farmer of Wall Street. So please give us a brief info, in, introduction. Oh? Okay. Uh, my nickname is Adewo Mitai Uluwa Defemi. I tested negative for COVID-19. Ah, that one is part of introduction now. <laughs> okay. I'm a farmer by profession. I, I'm into cooking but precisely. And what else? What else? What else? What can I say? I love money. I'm trying to get rich. What else? I, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I think that that should, that should come first. That should come first. What else? What okay. else? My best, my best food. My favorite food. Favorite color. Oh, yeah. My best food would be anything with plantain color. I love dull colors. Gray, navy blue. Okay, for- something of favorite coat. It is not over until it is over. I like that. It is not over until it's over, people. It's not over. But let's keep pushing. Thank you so much. That's that's such an interesting bio. Okay, so let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. So, uh, Mr. Taiwo, farmer of Wall Street. Today we're talking about yes. pressure on millennials. So I'm going to be okay. asking you, who are the millennials? Okay, before I go on with the definition, I should say good job on previous podcast, intelligent topics, and keep up the good work. Uh-huh. Shola. It's, 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 it's a beautiful uh-huh. one. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm humbled. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So, moving to the definition. So, we're, we're referring to the millennials as those born 
between the year 1981 and 1996 to be precise and their very definition out is just i mean what, what what makes them different happens to be the period in which we choose to put this set of people some would go for 1982 to 2000 and depending on who is defining what we are just saying is there are some people born within certain period we in 2020 so we are referring to people around the ages of let's say 23 to 38 39 yes they'll be considered millennials popularly oh, called wow. generation yeah the generation y hmm. yeah. so so by calculation that means i am a millennial yes please. somehow i like i like the name <laughs> I have a feeling that I'll be walking out tomorrow and I'm, you know, I'll just put the tag, I'm a millennial, you know. Millennials are those born between a certain, uh, certain period and you said it depends on who is defining it. Okay, so maybe for the purposes of this uh, podcast, let's just say those thing 80... 1983 to Okay, so wait, oh, Mr. Taiwo, Mr. Farmer, are you a millennial? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so he falls within that age range also. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think uh, characterizes or typifies a typical millennial, an average millennial? Are there character traits? What, what thing? Or what are the things that you would say um, a typical millennial exudes? Okay, I think the obvious one would be that millennials are tech savvy. By that, I mean we can't do without our internet and our cell phones. Oh, okay. We love to text. We love communicate via text messaging and email. I think we millennials are also fam centric people. They love to prioritize family over work. Even mm. those who are not married love to hang around children of other family members, nephews, nieces, and all of that. Millennials okay. are also achievement oriented people. Achievement. They're, okay, great. Yes. And they can, some of them can be team oriented, not all of them. And I, and I think this period has, has also expressed the fact that millennials crave for attention. And I'm sure you'd agree with me on that as well. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. So we crave for attention, okay. how? That we are attention seekers? <laughs> my assumption could be wrong but a quick a quick or a parallel observation would be the the sudden use of the tiktok now i'm thinking oh. it's, 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 it, 
my assumption okay, I could be yeah. Yes. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying uh, okay? Okay, so you're saying that mm, quite an interesting assumption. Okay. Well, I'm not even on TikTok yet. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go on but, there. But you, but you feel the temptation. Uh no, uh, when I see videos, I'm like, okay, the whole what's the story? What's the I know some friends of mine who have jumped on the whole TikTok thing, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's a ten because um I, I really don't like videos not you know get on it. It's quite tempting because okay. you just want you want to put yourself out there, you want people to see you. Yeah, so it's just a form of okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, you have offline now. We are tech savvy. Okay. Family oriented. You say we are yeah. achievement driven. One is so. In fact, my head is swelling. Then, <laughs> you said that we can like attention. Okay. Okay. Yes. okay. An interesting set of people. Okay, so the next thing I want is, uh, so this this your perception of who the millennials are, is it based or you know these things that you have outlined? Is it just you know what you've seen or what you have noticed amongst um, a geographical set of people? maybe in Nigeria or Africa as a continent, some global thing. You know, character traits you would find amongst this group of people like the US, in Canada, in Afghanistan, you know, in China. So I would really like to know if, you know, your research up to that level. Let's know. I think some of the traits would be a global one where you don't find any difference regardless of the location you find yourself but would always find cases whereby what applies here wouldn't apply in any other world and i i i would i would take let's say achievement oriented for example Mm. you most likely brag about achieving the best of things out there that you would think of achieving so much in this country <laughs> so that, that comes that comes with its possibility as well as much as it is in us to be ambitious and achievement driven if your location is not supporting you there's nothing you can do so you want to look mm-hmm. at the statistics depending on the location that would favor any of the characteristics okay. mentioned Okay. So yeah, on on an average, yes, this would pass globally, but there would always be outliers. You know that. Okay. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, okay. So the next thing we would definitely. So millennials, going by you know the definition that you had given us earlier, people within this certain age range. Going by the calculation, it's obvious those who fall in this category are 
time working years i'm gonna okay. ask so what are the challenges that you have you know, or that you see or are experiencing or you have experienced what are the challenges that a base millennial faces nigeria for example okay okay looking at looking at the workforce yeah one of the problem with the generation y would be the fact that we barely stay with a particular job for a long time hmm. we move from one to the other in a very short period and this really doesn't help because you need to learn something before you go out there to think you can practice it or better still you need to have a level of knowledge for you to get to the next level at another place but considering the kind of people we are it's it's very tough for you to find a millennial stay with the firm for two or three years before moving on to a position they think is better it's always an assumption Mm. always an assumption that's pretty much one of the problem in that in that area so when you go to uh, a firm whereby the person interviewing you does not belong to that generation it's a different interpretation altogether mm. so you will belong to that generation you're exploring opportunity because you think you're better and you should you should try more things but to the person in front of you who doesn't belong to that generation he or she probably thinks you are inconsistent for my liking hmm. so there's always going to be that conflict which which affects us mostly and it's pretty much what we what we experience as millennials like you said you, you it's a beautiful name you want to you want to go around with the tag and i was i was tempted to say be cautious of who is defining you because that definition will go against you in some places <laughs> Okay, so okay, okay. Yeah. Something really, really profound, really profound, and you know, millennials listening, I'm sure, agree with you as they not necessarily agree that um, instance, you know, job hopping from one place to the other because they feel or they believe that they deserve more. I, I, have statistics you know so for those who actually do this you know who you know, move from place to place i have a personal experience of an individual who did that job hopping felt i deserve better i can find better opportunities and he or she did that and well i don't know whether the opportunity was better but so i want now do you think himself or herself who does the eventually do you think that this uh, move up them in the long run no it, it does not if you don't get lucky enough to find stability you will realize you you've gained nothing in at all in the number of years you've moved around mm. different industry mm. and like a grandmother of 
like a grandmother of mine would say, don't be a rolling stone gathering no more. So I don't know if I'm right about that. Mm. I mean, they, they expect you to, to, at every stage of your life, you should be, you should be able to relate with your achievements, not just moving from one place to the other. They, they are at, it, there's an adverse effect in the end. You, you realize you just have, have baked experience in different industry and you really don't have a grip on one particular thing you want to call you want to say you are you an expert or you've mastered over time it's really not it's, it's not to the best of anyone not at all it's really not to the best of anyone okay more so it, it reflects it reflects how uncommitted we can be to things generally to mm. things to people mm, commitment it, it reflects it ref- Yes. Uh, capacity to be committed to other things. Hmm. Yes, please. Hmm. So uh, that's an expansive, uh, you know, um, umbrella. Commitment, commitment to even commitment to. Uh, okay, so commitment to relationships, commitment to inclusive. Yes, commitment to uh, maybe uh, a task. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, hmm, these things that you have are, are thought-provoking, very. Th- so you're saying, okay. So now let's let's shift a bit. Let's shift a bit, because you said that okay. it doesn't really help, you know, the millennial in the long run. I don't know if you have noticed, but it seems a lot of millennials now are. That's that's relative. Okay, you don't agree. Oh, I agree with you, but (laughs) I mean, it's it's okay for me to call myself an entrepreneur. Am I a successful one? Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, I'm delving into this, and I'm going. I'm trying to take. I'm trying to take your your position. It into you know this entrepreneurial spirit that we, you know, there's a boom of entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurship, you know, amongst us as millennials. So I'm asking, is is this entrepreneurial spirit the result, the resultant effect of not being able to stay in one place? I'm just asking. So is it is it the resultant effect? Uh, because I think I am great at what I do, and this will pay me what I think I deserve. Working in two or three places, what well, I'm done. Let me just go and set up something. I believe that if I set up this thing with with what I know and with the little experience I've gathered, I should be able to keep my head, and, you know, and build. Well, this is me just paint scenario in my head. Is this how the average, you know, millennial who is an entre- entrepreneur, how he evolved from that space of not being able to meet it, you know, to uh, a placement at a particular time? Let's hear your thoughts. Okay, um, I, I quite agree with you that it's it's that's what pushes most millennials to say, I mean, to want to set up a company. But you know, the funny thing is the same thing they are running from in their previous 
firm mm. is, is one thing they need to learn before they go and set up their own firm. Mm -hmm. No one is contesting the fact that you're good. Nobody is contesting the fact that you can set up a company and all of that. But there was one thing needed to, to for them to learn at their previous place of work. Mm. Maybe quite a lot of them, but what, what two things stands out for me, fortitude and leadership. Okay. And it, it, if you set up your own company, I mean, we can, we can always rule out leadership depending on who is defining you can fit in into any definition of leadership but fortitude no business rises to that level of of um worthy of no, no no business rises to that level whereby the world speaks about it without fortitude you go through a lot of pains a lot of losses a lot of disappointment mm. now if you're moving from an environment whereby you've not learned to be committed you're going to start your company you will encounter one or two challenges you leave you want to go start up the next one you know you're not going to think about how i'm going to solve the problem let me share a story with you um, a friend of mine called me yesterday that is his call his friend also wants wanted to commit suicide and i, I asked him what was the problem he said he's in a massive debt of about 1.5 million he's not a graduate yet so and this is a, a scandal all over the internet a, a school whereby the uh, somebody defrauded students of about six billion naira and it is billion not millions so what did this guy promise them to he's going to invest it into forex so he gathered a lot of marketers a, a lot of marketers to go seek funds and invest the name is going to trade for them and get them their money back double it in, in in one month or two now that's the effect of not being committed to things for a long time mm. if you have learned that you would understand that it takes time to build anything good mm. Simply because you are addicted to an uncommitted life, you just want to do this, cash out, move on to the next thing that promises anything big. So yeah, you're right about the fact that it's that same thing that drives us to want to set up companies and in the end get our hands burnt. Hmm. Okay. okay, this are in, in fact, I'm learning quite a lot, quite a lot. Okay, so let's, so what Say so we've talked about some challenges uh which were basically work-based and we had in one key area commitment commitment uh inability to stay committed you know is affecting a whole lot okay so now um so what do you think the pressure is so the result of because topic i said okay uh no doubt there's some millennials that are doing absolutely incredible things who are their young people who are you know making it big in our society today so i'm asking and a lot of people who are just want to you know cash in and you know get it big and just leave and then i every the big life we are we are all about you know the image all about you know living good living fly so there's a lot of pressure to be it 
to be to be you know perfect image to be the instagram celebrity to be the influencer everybody on twitter on instagram you know the next big thing by the whether in entertainment in fact business everybody just wants to be their game anyhow any which way i'm asking what are these pressures and how do you think a typical millennial should cope with it especially that i'm sure there's struggling in the midst of my mates are doing big it's looking like am i not doing people are wondering it's not the doing how is it that you're able to afford so so and so am i what am i not so i want you to please talk to us briefly you know what are these pressures Uh, also coming from the angle of culture and the kind of society that we reside there's the issue of marriage there a lot of millennials based on the little research i did a lot of millennials are still living in their parents houses despite the fact that they are you know way past a certain age so there is that there's that you know pressure hanging on the shoulders to and i know there's some millennials who have been forced to get married because they just want you know all the talk to end to marry when i get married so i just want to was about this okay um, talking about um you've asked a lot of questions to start with yes so. I probably want to I just want to focus on the marriage one. Okay. Okay, one thing you would observe about people who don't like commitment is they don't want to take responsibility does not mean they are not responsible. Now they define their own they define their own responsibilities which might not fit in into the norms. Hmm. So technically they are definitely a responsibility simply means uh, hiding running from the real things of life and talking about marriage not just that we delay marriage as millennials our reasons for delaying marriage simply is still also is still an effect of no commitment because in as much as we delay marriage we now prioritize cohabiting yeah when our priorities when our priorities having the sex and having the babies first and like two three babies to be sure this is the kind of person we want to be mm. Mm. so in the end they it's all still an effect of people who don't want to make commitment people who are self absorbed mm. and that's the effect that's the effect is got on marriage and pressures from parent to pick up some responsibilities probably leave independently or get married or whatever yeah. it is it's always it's always a well intended pressure i mean i mean how do i put it now well intended message but not passed out very yeah. well so it, it comes out wrong most of the time married being a delicate one you want to go in there for the right reasons and I mean you don't, you don't want to go in there because of pressure as like you rightly said but but now what we are saying what where the problem is for me is that 
when grow when we were growing up, our parents really paid much attention and education. Mm. Not other things, not other things expected of us okay. in life. So when we don't do very well in those areas, it's not because we don't want to do well, simply because we were not trained to do well or see it as a priority in mm. life. You get many of us would not want many of us understand that it is tough living with parents at I mean living with your parents after NYC. Mm. But the fear of how am I gonna pay my bills? Where am I gonna get money for the lifestyle I really want? Mm. Okay, all right, stay with my parents, soak in the insult and still live the life I want so that I'll still gain acceptance in front of my mm. friends. Now friends matter, friend matters to you more than you taking responsibilities in life. So it's all about healthy awareness to all of these things. And like you rightly said about marriage, it's, it's really affecting that institution. It is really being affected because it's losing its definition every day. It's it's making even men not become men yeah. anymore. If you're not going to be committed, you're not going to be you're not going to be manly. Your decisions. So it's 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 really has its effect on many things. I really don't think I've answered your question properly, but marriage is really suffering from from the millennials. Let's just put it that way. It's really I mean it's really taking so much effect on that generation the delay in marriage is taking so much effect on that generation mm, okay 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 so we've identified what pressure any other do you know if there's any other you know weight i call it weight now paint a bigger picture in our minds is there any other weight that you know millennial is facing you know in these times I mean, there's uh, the global yes. problem. Well, uh, at the moment, it's going to be tough to talk about the effect of what it is we are going mm. through. But this is my own projection. Now, let's look at those people in that age bracket now. The world is going through a lot. Everybody's been affected. The loss of jobs, if and many yeah. other things. Now you're talking about a generation that has not prioritized commitment to anything. You're talking about a generation that has not learned fortitude. Hmm. You're talking about a generation that they don't understand what communication is. Ah. Hmm. Because you, you, need to, you need to speak to HR personnel to understand their frustration with us. <laughs> now, yeah. I think I, I know about that. Have. I know. Okay. Okay. Looking at everything we have faced yeah. with right now, how do you think would do all of these things? Now, when I'm saying you're not committed by extension, you're not taking responsibilities. Who who is gonna commit leadership to you if you ever get lucky to be somewhere safe? So I was discussing with a friend this morning earlier in, in the course of the day that I think we're going to experience what we call corporate slavery. Hmm. What does that mean? I'd employ you. I'd employ you 
but I will not pay you what you deserve mm. simply because you have not taken your time to build competence and I'm scared you might leave me mm. because I know you don't even care whether until you make the next silly move before you think about the consequences of your move. So right now, lo- I mean, loss, I mean, losing your job is never something easy. But life happens. We all go through challenges and struggles and we have to fight it. And for you to think you're the only one going through this, it's, it's absolutely, I mean, a delusion. It's not true. Everybody's going through one of them two challenges you can always talk about but now if you have not learned how to fight how to survive how to think through it how to weather the storm if you're always the kind of person who jumps from one thing to another and it's going to be tough for you it's going to be tough for you to survive this to survive this period and and that's what you see with the case of with the story i narrated to you and with the case of robbery going on right now so I'm thinking things are tough. The best you can do is attack innocent people. If you can, if you have the confidence to attack innocent people, then you have the confidence to do something right that will get you a, mm. a good life. But considering you have not been wired to do hard work, stay consistent with it, you just want it fast and now i think it's called the microwave generation uh-huh. as well you want it fast and and now you feel okay i'm gonna rob people and and that's it so a lot of vices would really increase i mean we'll go on the high now talk about robbery talk about gambling mm. Mm. talk about fraud talk about many things so it's going to be a lot now and for the for the supposed and uh, supposedly how do i put it now properly shaped millennials this is not a time you focus on your words alone you pick up as many as possible and you deliberately mentor them in as much as they will resist okay. The mentorship. okay simply because if you don't do that the adverse effect is going to be on you on us basically because they will come back on to us. front and hurt mm-hmm. our own yeah. people that we that we think we are protected, and, and and I've seen that in 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 some of the painful videos flying around when they get one or two, or when they catch one of these one or two of these one mm-hmm. million guys or boys, mm-hmm. or whatever they call themselves. They are people we see every day. They are people you see in your community. You can relate with them. You probably must have given them yeah. out of 30 one day. And you're wondering, why would you come and rob me? Uh-huh. I know you. I know where you live. I just have to ask your people questions and I'll trace you. So why is it? The point is, they don't care. They just want to do whatever they want to do. It doesn't matter whether they are coming to hurt a friend or a family. It's just one of those generational effects. So, Shola, it's going to be a very tough period in that in that regard for people that have not been wired to do hard work, stay consistent with it, see results, understand that good things take time. Now, no jobs, no money, no creativity, no relationship to submit to leadership, mentorship, so that you can learn something and grow and become a master of your own. No patience to build anything. Mm. 
Okay. It's gonna be tough. And to be to be fair on to be fair in my assessment, I I definitely suffered some of this. Maybe on a scale of unfair, I'll give myself ten. I don't know how it got out, but uh, I had to work for two insurance company in the span of one or one or one and a half years or so. And well, I, not like I wanted something big. I wanted to progress, but I didn't even have the right resources to progress. But I just wanted okay. it at all cost. And so I, I learned the hard way to understand that it takes time. Whichever way, the, the, the bottom line is achieving it before I die, not achieving it at a particular point in time. So it, it took me, it took me a long time Realize to, this. to mm. understand this. It, it took me a long time. I mean, it got to a point where my mom would probably just ask me one question. What exactly do you want to do? In my head, I'm like, I just want to be successful. I don't know how, but <laughs> I'll keep trying. So it's a tough, it's a tough thing. Really okay. Really okay. Oh, thank you so much for this. Is there's a whole lot to to sit back, think, and you know, and brood on all the things that you have shared. So uh, finally, I would just ask. So, uh, did you have word of advice? Because there's a um, pointed out things that we need to think about, and a lot of things that we might need. We need some adjustments as millennial. So, what 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 would you advise? You know, typical millennials now, you know, trying to survive this virus pandemic, and uh, you know, just survive a changing world. Because whether we like it or not, post COVID nineteen, the world it has even started changing. So, what what just give you know, a word of advice and, uh, and up. Okay. Um, I hope in my, in our 40 minute conversation, I hope I have not thrown the baby house with the bathwater. Uh, we identified that they, we are yeah. tech savvy people. Now the world is going global. Sorry, is going tech. With everything, I mean, an example is this, right? I mean, what we are having right now, you are somewhere in little yeah. amount of progress. That's, that, that's like a plus, uh, I think that's like like a plus for in millennials. There's a lot we can handle. Yes, mm. yes. A lot, a lot of things you want to do. Secondly, you want to see, we want to okay. seek mentorship. In as much as we always feel we are, we are better than mm. the older generation, of which the moment we tell them, we're going with the funny phrase oh you can mm. understand they, they, they look at us and and it reminds them of when they were young too and they told <laughs> the, the older same generation thing. you can understand so it's a cycle and for anyone who is wise you want to seek mentorship because whatever it is you want to achieve it's nothing it's nothing impossible but it's just impossible because somebody needs to, to guide point. you to that place and and then leave you eventually i mean it's it's, it's going to be you fighting the battles i mean I, I was looking at the statistics today you wouldn't believe mark zuckerberg is also ah! a millennial <laughs> and his net worth and his net worth is about 63.4 billion and that is just is just <laughs> so so you want to ask yourself how does a 34 year old man handle 63 point let's even say 
one billion, let alone six three point four billion. We're not talking about obviously obviously he's resting on the shoulders of the people there before him yeah so you want to see seeing with the bill gates you see with the warren buffett so Hmm. you don't want to rule out the fact that we need mentoring people you need to follow the right leader in this uh, as a millennial and then I think we ought to cultivate the habit of being patient to understand that it takes a while to build that empire as well. And talking about, I think the one that gripped me the most, of which I am a victim as well, uh, it should be making commitment because these uh, these spews over Bye-bye. to all other areas of our life. And the one we have the one we have mentioned tonight that should be of. Uh, we should consider is the area of relationship by extension marriage we should think about it because uh, marriages are failing these days because we are not willing to grow more mostly boys are not willing to grow up to the place of becoming a man we want the we still want to be the boy out there hacking like we're young playing all the games and gambling and all of that avoiding responsibilities basically so simply because we belong to that generation we must learn to make commitments we must learn to understand that things are not easy and as it as it relates to the global situation on the ground we want to want to be more hard working we just want to learn to be more hard working in this period with no pressure of trying to prove to the world you are economically or socially better that that's not the time right now because okay. the resource is not even there for you to prove any point to anybody i mean an attempt to prove a point to anybody i mean you're probably in the category of what the one of the people p square guy calls audio audio <laughs> lifestyle it's not real you know t- get to know in no so this is the right time we want to go we want to get to and something so, sustainable yeah, something yeah. you can transfer to the next generation something something you know your partner people around you will call will look at you and will be able to say you are doing a mm. god honoring work basically it's not it's not the time to start thinking i want to be the next zuckerberg and we're not saying you can't get there but one it's not an enabling environment and two that on enabling environment is now going through crises so it's either you do it the wrong way and it's going to hurt you or you just frustrate yourself trying to run at a pace that is unimaginable shall i it's really it's really a lot i mean i think i'll go back myself review all that i have said and see how i don't fall victim of all of these things because I'll be very honest with you. Things are tough. I mean, you just you want to ask yourself, how did I spend that last one thousand? The only conclusion is I didn't waste it. But how can I make more? And you are stuck thinking of ways out. The the numbers are rising every day. You you you're worried as to if the lockdown will not get even more intense because our head leaders is lifting yeah, up yeah. that ban and. Today's today's case was about 117 in one day, and you are lifting a ban at the peak of how do I put it now? Peak of discovery of more patients. (laughs) 
there's no money in circulation so i'm thinking what are people out there going to do even though there is money in circulation people are going to be watchful of how they spend now even though there's no more circulation there's going to be effects on the time and the purchasing power it's a lot Shola. i think i mean this is an interesting topic i really do appreciate this i don't even think i'm speaking to anyone but myself and maybe you listening as well i need to do a review of my life and see how much i don't get to blame myself for for being part of the oh, okay. generation thank wow. you so much thank Thanks, you Shola. so much farmer of wall street you have shared quite a lot quite a lot that we need to you know pay to and be very intentional at you know making conscious you know effort better in terms in terms of seeking mentorship in terms of uh doing the work and in audio money enough of you know trying to impress enough of putting a lot of pressure on us as the next person you know it's us and better if we want to leave something tangible for the next generation after us who i research millennials or generation z coming after us so thank you so much yeah. uh, mr taiwo Thank you who has tuned into episode of the podcast. I am so excited that we're able to have this. Pride, I, I pride myself being a tech-savvy person. This is a call-in session. I fall into so much. Thank you for joining us. You can follow the conversation on our Instagram page and Twitter page. Everything with shows it's just one word your comments your imputes you know observations everything everything but still we come your way again next time i remain your girl shows and bye bye till next time